We continue with our year-end interviews. Today, Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler chats with Brian Innes, Vice President of Public Affairs for the Canola Council of Canada. Well, it was a year full of challenges, but I think in the end, we had an average crop and, and producers would reflect that despite the challenges that we had, uh, and continue to have with China on market access and, of course, the normal weather challenges that happen in various parts of the prairie. We had a, uh, an average crop with an average yield, and for a year that brought a lot of challenges on a number of fronts, um, that's that's a positive sign as we go into the spring where things look even rosier than uh, what they are right now. You reference China. Bring us up to speed. Set the stage for us. Where are we today? We still have our two uh, large exporters of canola seed unable to export any canola seed to China. So Richardson and Viterra uh, still do not have their licenses to export canola seed there, uh, which is very unfortunate. We also continue to have meal and oil trade flow um, as it has flowed in the past. And we continue to see uh, real risk uh, in the Chinese market Uh, given what uh, has happened uh, between Canada and China on a number of fronts. Uh, We know that canola was targeted because of uh, the situation with Madame Meng in Vancouver, uh, and we're seeing now some optimism um, that a change in the U.S. administration may lead to better Canada-China relations, uh, which may also then help us to regain full access for our canola seed to China. So what it's meant is that our canola seed exports are down about 50 to 70 percent compared to normal. Uh, We are seeing uh, some exports of canola seed going there, um, but uh, still not at the level where it would be without the blockage that uh, has been imposed on Canada by taking away the licenses for Richardson and Viterra. Have we been able to turn that around and, and move it in other directions to other countries? We've seen a lot more canola go to Europe in the last uh, year or two. And we've also seen more canola go to places like the United Arab Emirates, as well as Pakistan and Bangladesh. So in general, um, we've seen uh, the market adapt. We've seen producers also adapt by planting less canola as prices have been lower. Um, And we're really looking to get um, market access back to normal while we continue to diversify and provide opportunities for the whole value chain. Brian, we started out by talking about challenges, and of course, trade came up there. Uh, Of course, transportation, always a key concern. Absolutely. When we're the furthest uh, from Tidewater of any major grain-producing region in the world, uh, the functioning of our rail system is a key link in, in meeting our customers' needs. We hear, um, for example, in our discussions with the Japanese, uh, we always hear questions about uh, the reliability of um, our system to get product there when they when they um, um, agree uh, by contract to get it there. And so when we come into the winter season, all eyes are certainly on the railway to deliver um, service uh, that meets our customers' requirements. How do you feel things are going right now? So far, it's been a very busy fall uh, for the export pace of canola seed and canola oil and canola meal off the West Coast. Um, There there has, uh, with COVID, been reduced traffic for other commodities, uh, which has enabled more capacity for grains in general, and the export pace has been quite good uh, to Vancouver. We also have new facilities coming online uh, in Vancouver, new grain 
export terminals uh, for both G3 as well as uh, the Parish and Heimbecker terminal at, at the Fraser Surrey docks. And there is a lot more capacity there in, in Vancouver this fall than there has been in, in the past because of those two new facilities. So we're, we're, we've seen good progress uh, with rail traffic so far and certainly are keeping an eye uh, to see that continue uh, as winter sets in. Any other highlights for 2020 that you would like to focus in on? Well, certainly COVID uh, challenged the sector to meet changing customer requirements. Um, all of us on an individual level are impacted. And as a sector, uh, we haven't uh, seen major challenges like a number of other uh, segments of the Canadian economy. But what we have seen uh, has been shifts in where our demand goes. As an example, um, a lot less uh, was required a lot less canola oil was required for food service and restaurants in the beginning. Um, and also there have been major shifts in biofuel demand uh, throughout the year as a result of that as well. So turning the page uh, to 2021 means for canola growers that there is a lot more optimism going in uh, to next spring. Prices are much higher than they've been um, in, in the recent past. Uh, the, uh, the supply is tight and it's certainly bringing some encouragement for the sector in 2021, even if our uh, market uh, remains constricted in China. Other priorities for 2021 as we move ahead? We're certainly very focused on trade at the Canola Council. Uh, we're focused on diversifying our markets and dealing with the trade barriers uh, that we see coming and that are already in front of us. So, for example, what that means for us is being able to work more proactively with the government of Canada in Asia. And we're really um, uh, strongly advocating for more resources in Asia so that we can not just fight fires that come, but prevent fires from happening so preventing market access issues by having more resources on the ground in Asia and taking away risk from our business and allowing us to export uh, more uh, to those markets. Um, we're, we've seen uh, over the last two years the real impact that blockages in China have had on canola prices and canola farmers and the whole industry, and we want to be uh, making sure we're doing whatever we can to prevent issues from happening in the future. Biofuel remains uh, really interesting for the sector, and we're watching closely as the federal government goes into consultation on its clean fuel standard, which would uh, provide and enable a market for more biofuels in Canada. That's Brian Innes, Vice President of Public Affairs with the Canola Council of Canada. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glenda Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.